Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. Remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink cares folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. So let's get into tonight's topic. Tonight's topic is called boundaries. And I wanted to discuss with you guys uh, why boundaries are so important. Not only for you ladies, which I, I think is more important for, but especially, but especially for us men and doms as well. I believe that everyone is at boundaries. Why? I think we all need to have boundaries and we need to make them clear. Because a lot of people are just nice people, right? And nice people are very flexible people. But that flexibility can get you in trouble because you'll meet people that always, you'll meet some people that will respect boundaries and you'll meet people that always want to push boundaries. And if you're a nice person, sometimes you'll let someone abuse you and push you too far. And you'll put, let them push, let them push, let them push, and then you'll blow up, right? And then when you blow up, now it's a big thing. And then the person will be like, well, I didn't know. Da, da, da. You got to let people know what your boundaries are. This is what I've learned in my, uh, in my adult life, that you have to be clear with your boundaries, you know? And you guys know, I always think that men need to be clear with their intentions. But men, we need to be clear with our boundaries as well, okay? Um, especially in this lifestyle. Because if you don't allow your boundaries to be known and be clear, you might end up getting hurt indiscriminately, right? Like you could be in a session, you're like, oh, I'm down, whatever you want to do. You're not telling the dime that you have, you know, some limitations or some things that you're like, no, no, no. You just think you're getting it. I want to experience it. I want to experience it all. And so that person may not know his level of, of a, in a session might be a level nine. You're just a beginner. You don't know if you're level one, two, three, four. So you don't want to tell somebody that's an experienced person. Um, and you don't really know their true intentions. You don't really know them that well. You don't want to tell them I'm down with whatever you want to do. Because they might take you straight to level nine. Now, that That's a lot. That might be too much. They might bring out that green boy and start whooping up on you. And, you know, that, that that's the situation, right? And, and another reason why is because when you're in these situations where you might be bound, you might be blindfolded, you might have, you might have your hearing taken away from you, you know, you might have some headphones in your ear. These things are important to make people understand, like, these things are news. These things are yays. Let's do it. Okay? Because if you don't, then people call outside the line sometimes. You know, not everybody's going to keep checking with you to make sure, like, is this is that okay? They're going to wait for you to say, ouch, or whatever your word is, if you so choose to have one, or whatever your gesture is in the session. They're going to wait to see those signs and signals before they pull up. But that time, it might be too late. Some, some kind of form of damage have been done. And remember that when we're doing these things, 
where we're in these play sessions, like these things stay with you, right? And then if you're dealing with someone who's an abuser that you might not have, that your radar might not have caught, you don't know that until you're in a situation. So be clear about your boundaries. For my guys, for my doms, for my, for my men, for my beta males, you got to know you have to make your boundaries clear, especially betas, because you guys suffer in silence. No, let your boundaries be clear. Let people know what they can and can't get away with. Let them know what you can and can't do. Don't do too much. You guys heard me say that before. Do what you know you can do. Never claim to be able to, never claim to be, I'm this guy, I can do this, I can do that. And because you're going to get called out on it. Or a situation is going to come where you're going to have to, you know, step up to the plate. And if you can't do it, then now you look at it as being a fake, a phony. And that's the last thing you want to be called. But you're going to get called that if you act like you're something that you're not. So make your boundaries clear. And guys, you and, and guys, you really need to have your boundaries clear. Uh, because women want to know if the man they have is real. Some women want to test you. They want to make sure that you are who you say you are. They may not make situations arise, but if they see an opportunity, they might take the opportunity to say, well, let's see what you do in this situation. You know, so you just have to make, make sure you're clear about who you are and your expectations and your boundaries. And I've heard so many stories, ladies, of uh, a friend of mine, uh, she had scheduled to meet a dom and they were meeting when she was on like a business trip, right? Hotel, all that. And she gets in, and so she was like, okay, I'll meet you, stay with you. She didn't really say what her boundaries was. She was like, all right, I'm gonna get in a session with you, blah, blah. She goes in the room to get the plan around in a session. And then now she's bound a little bit and then and walks three more guys. And she was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? He like, well, you know, we about to, you know, basically do it like a gangbang session. And she like freaked out. You know, these are the kind of stories I hear. So when I say boundaries, like y'all have to set boundaries. Like, listen, um, this is off the table. This is on the table. I don't know if I'm down with that right there, but maybe down the line we can get into that. But right here, right now, this is it. And, you know, this is a crazy situation. And I've actually posted her story on my page before. I don't know if that was on my first certain page or if it's on this page further down. But anyway, she told the story herself. And, you know, these are the kind of things that I'm talking about. Like, especially if you're meeting someone that you really don't know. Set your boundaries. Be clear. Never make yourself feel like, never make yourself come across as you're just open for whatever. Never. Don't do that. Don't do that. First of all, as a dominant, don't really want a woman that's down for whatever. I need to know she has some kind of restraint, some kind of boundaries, you know, some things that she, you know. There are some ladies that have had a lot of experience, right? So for them, they're a little more open. So you would know that. But if, you're, if you don't have that much experience, let's start here. Find some boundaries. Find some boundaries. And then when you meet someone, be clear with that. 
so they know where you stand. So if they're going to stay and play, they know how they're going to address you. They know how they're going to come at you. They will, they will know off the top, this will not go. Another thing about boundaries, I think it's good for women. And guys too, but I think it's very good for women. If you're going to meet somebody for the first time that you that you've met online, here's a boundary. I need you to give me your license, your number, your address, so I can give that to my loved one and let her know who I'm with. Now, as a man, if I'm meeting someone that I don't know online and we're going to be in an intimate setting, then I'm giving you my information of where I work, where I live, my driver's license number, my phone number. I want you to get that to your sister, your cousin, your mother, your father, whoever, because I want them to know who's accountable for you. So you know from the so so you can understand like okay you don't have to be so apprehensive, right? And I'm saying that I'm accountable for who you are. And there was a a, a situation where my one of my best friends niece was working for me at one point, and. A client came in, very well-known client, came in, and over a course of some weeks, he came to rapport with my friend's niece, and they want they were gonna go out. So he shows up for at, and now she was staying with my friend as well. Um, so the client shows up to my boy's house, like, hey, hey, what's good? You know, hey, you know, I'm here to take so and so out. And he was like, okay, cool. So he walks out the door, my, my friend walks out the door with his phone, takes a picture of the license plate, comes back in. And the client was like, well, like, damn, why you do that? He's like, because if something happened to my niece, um, I need to know who I'm going to come and kill. And he was like, damn, it's like that, but you know me from the shop. He's like, I don't give a damn where I know you from. Like, I don't know you. So if something happens to my niece, something going to happen to you, or someone you love but it is not it's, it's not going to happen like that and this is how men roll men are going to be clear with what boundaries are there right now that was a man letting another man know what the boundaries are with his niece like if something happened to her something gonna happen to you that's real and and, and ladies whether you have a man in your life like a father uncle a brother a best friend if you're ever, if, if whether you do or you don't, when you're going out with a man that you don't know, you better tell him you have a man in your life that is a response team. If something happens to me, something gonna happen to you. Put it plain to him, just like that. Like yo, I got, I got men in my life that if something happened to me, they're gonna be looking for you. If they don't find you, they're gonna find somebody that you love. But something's gonna happen to someone if something happens to me. You have to be clear with this. Because one thing for sure and a whole lot of things for certain, if men feel as though there's no man in your life that offers any protection, they feel like they can take advantage of you. I'm not saying that's all men, but I'm saying there are some men who feel like they're looking for the woman who's unprotected. They're looking for the woman who doesn't have anyone that 
can respond. Those are the abusers. They look for women like that. So ladies, if you are out dating, understand that you need to put a boundary on a guy where, where it's like, that's what another boundary looks like. Yo, dog. Um, yo, sir. Yo, man. Um, if something happens to me, there's going to be a couple of men looking for you. That's what we do. That's what you must say. Let these people know that there are boundaries. If you don't, you open yourself up to a world of shit. Not everybody has bad intentions, but we've all run across someone who we felt like had bad intentions. Whether something bad has happened to you or not, you could tell the vibe. Like, hmm, if I don't put this person in check, I don't know where this can go. And it's more important to me right now. We live in a time right now that people are highly triggered. And, you know, we've dealt with, um, we're dealing with a high volume of violence. We're dealing with a high volume of, of um, physical abuse in relationships. We're dealing with high volumes of suicide right now. People are highly triggered. This pandemic has definitely uh, affected people in ways that we just could not imagine. And so it's more important today to definitely put boundaries on people. And if you don't really have boundaries, you need to sit down and think about what your boundaries are. So when I even tell you guys about like, you need to make this list of five things you want, like five things you want in uh, a man, and five things in a man that's like, or, or, or you know, five things in, five things that someone that comes into your life um, would be good for you, makes you the best version of yourself. And five things that's the worst, that's, that, that someone can bring to you that brings out the worst in you, right? And then you need to have a, a list of boundaries along with that. Like, you have to do homework when you're dating. When you're single in this world, you have to do homework. You cannot just walk nilly-nilly through life like, nah, you're the ones that the, that, the, that the abusers are looking for. Male or female, abusers are looking for you. Abusers are looking for you. Guys, if you meet a pretty girl online and it seems too good to be true, and within the first 24 to 48 hours, she's telling you she needs some money. She's she's an abuser. Yeah. She's telling you, oh, baby, you look so good. You know, that feels good, don't it? It feels really good when a woman tell you how good you look. You never met her. She's like, oh, you looking good, your profile pictures. Yeah. But she don't want to talk to you on the phone. She asks you for money. Cash app, Zelle, PayPal. Yes. She's an abuser. She's looking for money. Abuse comes in many forms. Ladies, same thing. Guys, I beat you in for months at a time. You know, I'm on this offshore rig. When I come back, you know, I'm going to get with you. You know what? This deal fell through. I just need a check for $5,000. You can give me that. When I get back to shore, I'm going to get a $5,000. I've heard these stories are real. These are real stories. These are real stories. You know? And a friend of mine always said, we all eat lies when we're hungry. 
We all eat lies when we're hungry. So don't be hungry for the lies. Create your boundaries. And again, in this lifestyle is very important because we're using impact to toys, which I don't like calling these kind of thing toys. They're novelties. Toys to me is like vibrators and shit like that that ladies like to use. Um, some other things I would say are toys, but when you're using things that hurt people, I don't like calling them toys. Uh, I would call them novelties, sex novelties. When you're using some of these sex novelties, they will inflict pain and take you to certain heights in, in sensation that if not done correctly, can be harmful to you. So you just have to be able to to make sure that communication is there, it's okay. Never feel as though you can't say something. And if someone makes you feel like you can't say something, then you don't need to deal with them. Communication is key. A good dominant will always wanna know what you're thinking in the moment. What are you feeling? Is it is it too much? Is it not enough? Okay, an abuser don't give a shit what you're saying. They, they pressing forward. They have an agenda. Whatever is going on with them, what, whatever has happened to them and they're inflicting and they're taking that out, like they don't care if they ride, if they go through the red light. They don't give a shit. They don't care if they go through the red light and hit somebody. They, they're in the moment. People get into zones. That was one of the things that I had posted earlier this week. What was it? It was something about someone commented and said, what about a dom in a session if he loses himself? And I said, a dom should never lose himself in a session. A dom should always, always be present. He can never lose himself in a session. He can never reach this euphoric state whether it be pleasure or not in a session. A dime must always be in control in a clear mind. That's why we suggest while in session that we do, we do not do any forms of alcohol or drugs. And if you do, both parties must be very, very comfortable with one another to know that they can handle that. But if you're dealing with someone that when they drink, they turn a little different, their personality becomes different. If their personality becomes a little bit more brave, if their personality becomes a little bit more eccentric, yeah, you, you don't do sessions when people are in that state or the uh, drugs or alcohol or, or just wine can take them in that, in that area. You don't want to deal with that. You don't want to do that, okay? So make sure that whoever you're dealing with is of sound mind and body uh, when you're in a session. These are all kind of, these are boundaries. A boundary is, listen, we're not going to do any form of um, intoxicants, um, liquor or drugs or, any, or anything of that nature um, before a session. That's a boundary. If you are with a guy and you're like, we're going to do a session, but I ain't been drinking. No, that's how, that's no. No, that's a red flag. Whoop, whoop. Nope, whoop, whoop, whoop. Ooh, no, 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 no. It's not what we're going to do. That's not what we do. We don't do that here. Okay? 
So just make sure that you understand the rules. Make sure, that, first of all, make sure you understand your rules. And if you don't have any rules, if you don't have any boundaries, make them. Sit down and write them down. Like, this is not, you know, just think about them and have them in your head. When you go to sleep and wake up the next day, you're going to forget them. Write this shit down. It's that important. Write that down. In this lifestyle, detail is everything. As a dominant, if I'm, if I'm writing up a session, I'm writing up a session. It's like, this stuff is not just in my head. It goes from my head to pen and paper. Because it's like a script. I'm scripting it out. This is what I want. All the way from what, she, what she's going to wear, what she's going to bring, what she's going to do. She's going to walk up these steps. She's going to turn in this corner. She's going to come here, kneel, light a candle. All this kind of stuff is all heavily written detail. Details. This lifestyle is more so than any other lifestyle that I've seen. is about details. If done properly. And... The only time that you can skirt details is once you're such in sync with someone that it's like breathing air. You know, it's like, you know, second nature. Like you can anticipate each other's thoughts, your moves, how you're going to do things. You know, you already know, like, you know, sir, I was already thinking that then we won't, you know what, you're on point. You know what, you're right. You know, or you know, darling, I already had this. Sir, thank you. See, it's like once you become one with someone, then you can do stuff like that. You might be able to color outside of the lines on some things because you're already into it. And you're already into that person. You already know how they think. You know the things they like. You know the things they don't like. But until you get to that point, make your list of things. And then there are, there are a list of things that are hard no's. There are things that are absolute yeses. And then there's that line in between that these things here I don't know how I feel about them just yet. Maybe we can experiment. That's that room to grow. We might be able to experiment some of those things. I might be open. I don't know. But we might be able to. This is this is key, y'all. This is key. This is key. So Again, this is my uh, short conversation about boundaries. Let me uh, let me look into the chat and see what we got going on here. Uh, dressage whips should be some type of if carbon fiber rod. Okay, it's a carbon fiber rod in uh, some of the whips. Thank you for that, uh, Monica. That is called frenzy, and some not seeing this is not safe to be around. We've all been there, and yes, some don't, and some don't know when to not fall for it. Yes, you're right, Aisha. Uh, Damien says, facts, red flag if they say don't have limits. Yes, if a person tells me they don't have limits, that is an ultimate red flag. I really don't know what their what their agenda is with that. Like, I wouldn't trust it. They might want you to do something and say you abuse them, you rape them, or something like that. I mean, I hate to put that out there, but it's it's real like that nowadays. Um, Alicia says, boundaries is, is so you can keep that person in your life. I feel you. 
boundaries do keep people in your life, right? Like, you, that does keep people in your life because then people don't take you for granted. They will know if I do this, I'm about to f this. I'm about to f this whole relationship up. Like, yeah, you're right. I, I agree. Hello, Sylvia. How you doing? You good? So, hey, I'm glad you guys are watching. Um, yeah, yeah. So boundaries, they're, they're, they're such, um, they're so important. And a lot of us miss the, uh, we're not taught boundaries, right? We get into the lifestyle and we just want to play. I get it. Uh, I'm glad that the, the my first, uh, the one that, you know, introduced me to the lifestyle. Um, she she really introduced me to the information. You know, so if you guys, uh, Michael Mackay, people don't like him. He got caught up in some, I think maybe some underage young ladies, some sex trafficking. I said they call it sex trafficking, but he was dealing with an underage lady. But he has a really good book called uh, The 62 Questions for Dominant. Uh, there's also, um, Sex Magic 101. I always talk about that book. Those books are really good. They really break down a lot of stuff. And I know, ladies, you like the story of O. You all love the story of O. And I, and like, listen, the story of O is, is really erotic. It's really, um, it's a really good written story. But 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 it is a story, and that that journey, that slave's journey, is not your journey. The things that they, the things that O experiences in that story is for a person that like doesn't know nothing about the lifestyle and reads that and says, "Wow, that's for me." Okay, cool. But it takes time to get to the level of O. You don't come in just saying, "Take me to O level." That's extreme. You really have to build. I don't think a lot of people understand, right, that even when it comes to paddling and bruising, like, once you've done it enough, like, your skin adjusts to that kind of impact. Like, your skin will almost form a callus, right? Like, uh, I have a submissive that... Um, I used to put marks on her breasts, right? And then after a while, like, the level that I was doing it at wasn't doing it no more. It wasn't putting marks on it no more. So her skin adjusted. Like, we have to understand, like, we're dealing with the human body. And even if you're paddling someone's buttocks, right, after a while, the skin adjusts to that kind of impact. So it'll be harder to bruise them the same way the next time, and the next time, and the next time. After about two, about after about three times the same way, like the skin adjusts. The human body is a magnificent machine, so you have to understand that. So what you used to could do one way, you need to switch it up. This is why we talk about writing things out and remembering what you're doing, because in in sessions the body changes, right? If I just, and again, I told you guys, I don't, I do not use the pinwheel in every session. The reason being is because a person gets used to the pinwheel. 
the first time he used to squiggle and worm and then the squiggle and squirm. And then after about two, three times, they're like, uh, 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 but it ain't the same. So you can't always use the same thing. And before you just go introducing new things, like at a whim, you have to discuss that. Like, okay, if you, it's funny, like you see, I have things laid out behind me. my floggers, my whips. So a submissive knows when she comes in. These are the choices for the night. And if there's something there, I'm never introducing anything new that she's not already abreast of. Okay. Um, and when she comes in, she sees what the choices of the night will be just by looking at the wall. Oh, okay. That's on the menu for tonight. She can already guess what's going to happen. And not, not exactly how it's going to happen, but the things that are going to be used in the session. Right, she's not gonna walk in and find an anvil on the wall. Oh, oh shit, an anvil! Like, what's going on? No. So a lot of times, guys, like you'll see these um, these beautiful pictures of someone's wall, and they have all their options on the wall. Like this is like an open statement of this is what's going to happen tonight. Or like I'll have things laid out on my bed. So when the submissive walks in, they look. Okay, this is. This is what we're getting into tonight. Oh, oh, candles. Okay, we're going through some hot wax. Okay, you get them prepared. But that's all part of the getting them prepared. It's all part of the game. It's all part of the mind game that you play. It builds up anticipation. Okay, you have to be a thoughtful dominant. You have to think about women use more of their mind and their senses than we do. We use more of our physical attributes. A woman is all in, is is mostly in her mind. Get her ready early. Get her ready early by saying things, by suggesting things, insinuating things. Get her ready. Start early, so that way when she comes over and, and everything starts getting moved, she's been revved up already. And remember, do not introduce anything new to the table without notifying them first. Boundaries. So, I appreciate you guys. Yes, Alicia, the mind is a very powerful thing. Very powerful thing. And and I really gotta I'm really gonna do a, a whole conversation with my guys, right? Because I feel like in today's world, like everything is so fast that we're not taking our time. Take your time, read. Nothing has you don't have to rush to anything. Be that patient wolf. Right? I posted um a meme earlier about uh, we do what we do for ourselves and not for others. And it's a very beautiful picture of a gentleman and a lady, two pictures of them on the sofa. One is she's bound and on her knees in front of him. Another one, she's laying on the sofa bound and looking up at him in his lap. And guess the dress fancy and all that. And look, in real time, y'all could be naked, right? 
two people can disconnect it. But the significance of the photo for me is how patient and calm that man is. He's not extra. He's letting the night come to him. He's allowing her to be in her submiss in her subspace. Allow that woman to get into her subspace. Right? That takes time. But it can start early in the morning. It can start early in the morning. The first text, good morning. It's about to happen tonight. Whatever. Whatever your thing is. Right? But it can start early. Bake the cookie early. Bake the cookies early. Okay? Think about it like a crock pot. You put that meat in, put it on eight hours. Slow cook it. Rotisserie. Okay? And that's mind shit. See, for us as men, a woman send a picture of her cleavage and say, Daddy, tonight I can't wait to see you. That gets us going. Right? It's stuff like that to get us going. So we're two, we're on two opposite ends. Yang yang. Right? But guys, I really need my guys to understand, like, take your time. We're so excitable. We're so excited. Ooh. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. It's going to be okay. Don't rush the fucker. Don't rush the toucher. Get to know her. Get to know who she is. Get to know what her limitations are. Get to know what those boundaries are. And then introduce things. It's a beautiful thing. It's like a symphony. It's not, this is not rock and roll in that way. This is a symphony. Everything has to flow. You're the conductor. Everything works together. All this stuff behind me is like a symphony. I'm like a conductor. I'm pulling stuff down, using it. It's like a symphony. You know? And the music that everybody's reading from in my symphony is the notes that I wrote for the session. This is what elaborate men do. This is domination. I'm not perfect. This is just how I do it. Every man has their own way. But be a patient walk. That would be my advice. And before I end this live, I want to again say thank you guys for watching me. Thank you guys for commenting and encouraging me. I'm getting more comfortable every week with doing these lives, talking to you, and finding more uh, things to think of for content. I have two more. My next two lives are already posted. Uh, I want to say one is about fantasizing and, and what are like the uh, the talking points are all there. Like, what are the number one fantasies? What are your fantasies? And another one is about um, self-image. So uh, those will be um, the next two Wednesdays coming up. They're already posted. So we'll be, I'll be going in on that. The talking points are already posted on there. So i like to get your feedback on those. Um, they'll be posting on Sunday. So look out for that. And lastly, there's just been, again, a lot of... Um, mental issues that people are going through, people are passing. Uh, this week I found out uh, a good friend of mine uh, from like the early 90s that moved to Florida. He passed uh, some heart, compl heart complications, mid-50s. Uh, my friend's wife passed of a heart attack. She's 47. 
And I'm not saying that because I want people to feel sorry, but I'm just saying that we're all going through something. And, and, and I've heard people having personal stories of contemplating suicide, uh, the young, the young thirty-year-old model, Miss America, she jumped off a twenty-ninth floor, killed herself. And I, I've said this before on my podcast, and I'm gonna say it to you guys live. If you are going through something, talk to someone. If you're not comfortable talking to the people that you know in your life, talk to a stranger, talk to a therapist, but talk to somebody before you go taking some drastic measures because your life matters. Who you are matters to a lot of people. Um, even if you don't think that your life is valuable, it is. And just take care. We live in a volatile world and we've really got to hold it together. And for everyone else that's holding it together, like just talk to your friends, ask them, are they okay? Um, someone that you might not have talked to in a while, reach out, see how people are doing. Um, Cause it's uh, hard times for people, and until we get through this, I fear that we're going to lose several more, um, just not to the virus or just natural causes, but to self harm. So, again, I love you guys, all my king 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 cares folk out there. I'm Sir Inc. You know how to find me. Uh, Sir INQ on everything, Sir INQ, uh, dot com, uh, kinkspace.net. Uh, I will be getting back into doing my podcast. Of course, I will break this down and upload that as a podcast, but I'm going to get back into doing my podcast on a weekly basis along with these lives. And I hope to do some traveling soon. And I will be taking you guys with me and showing you some different places and spaces that I like to go to. Like, I may be going back to Columbia soon. So when I do, I'm going to take you guys with me. I'm going to do a live broadcast while I'm there. And you'll be able to uh, see my guy talk to him. So if you're ever interested in ever going to Medellin, Columbia, or anywhere in Columbia, I have a guy that's very trustworthy that... Uh, speaks English and Espanol very well. I don't speak any Spanish, but I do speak Portuguese. So when I go there, I don't know anything. So he uh, takes care of me. And uh, so the ventures of uh, certain experience will be uh, coming to you in different places and spaces in the world. So until next Wednesday, you guys take care, stay blessed, and be safe and good. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.